Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. So how has your week been, Miss Natasha? It has been absolute chaos. I am trying so hard to work out this notion thing. It's like... It's almost like a web page for project management and I have always been the self-proclaimed queen of Asana. I'm just obsessed with it Um, but I'm cheating at the moment and I'm looking at this new thing called Notion and it seems like a project management board but it's almost like a website. It's really, really cool. Yeah, it is quite I've been playing around with it a little bit too. It's I, I find that when I've got a new tool, it takes me a good like maybe three to five goes to wrap my head around actually how to use what I'm doing and Thanks to you, uh, Asana has been burned into my brain forever and now it's very hard to like part with it. It's like a bad breakup at the moment, trying to get into Notion. But I'm trying to I'm trying to persevere with it. Trying so hard. But what I like about Notion is there's actually templates that you can get. So I've like tried to have a look. I've even put up an ad on Upwork for anyone to just help me just make Notion work because honestly, my brain is just not able to compute. I know how good it's going to be, but I just don't know how to get it there. Um, which kind of is a good segue. Kind of puts us into a segue. The, the, the embarrassing <laughs> thing is that is actually my life update right now that I'm trying to project manage my whole life um, and try to work out hacks to do it. So when we're coming up with the episode, that's kind of how we fell on this topic. Yes. So topic of today is how to project manage your life for greater success in every area. So not just your work life, but also your personal life, which is Kind of, I don't know, when when you can master this skill, it's a big like life hack. I think if you don't do it for your life, by the time you get into work, you're just all over the place. I know what it was like, you know, when you don't have that personal admin day and you just have all these things bunch up, like, I don't know, doctor's appointments and all these things for your own personal management of life that without a proper plan, it just can become chaos so fast. Yeah, I feel like I was never a person that integrated any of my calendars together. So I had my personal calendar that was just like flailing around. Like I used to put it in, I don't know, like one or two words, like appointment for doc, but not give any explanations or proper times or places to go. And then I'd have conflicts and like with my schedule for work and working from home and just Basically, it was chaotic, and I think that this project management tip would actually be very helpful to a person like myself who can sort of feel a bit disorganized when it comes to personal things. It's just about getting all of your shit together, essentially. Yeah, one of the questions that I get asked from clients is, how do you how do you start your day? Like, how does you how do you set up your days for success in the sense of you know, you've got so many things to do. How do you know what the right things to start with? And I think that's where project management becomes a really important tool and using the right tools for it is important because you have so many goals you want to achieve, especially, you know, I'm sure everyone listening is ambitious and everyone wants to achieve certain things and they want to achieve them all yesterday. I get that more than anyone. Like I completely can relate to that. But I think using the right project management tool and making sure that you are prioritizing the lowest hanging fruit first, so the things that are going to give you the most, the only way I know how to describe it is bang for your buck, but the things that are going to give you the most impact doing those first and making sure that you're outlaying those as you know streamlined as possible. Yeah, I think with learning how to project manage in general, because it is a skill and it's not something that everyone necessarily 
knows how to do in their life. A big part of it is understanding the basics of project management. So what, I mean, what is project management to you? Because I think everybody has sort of a different, I guess, perspective on it, depending on what kind of projects they are managing. I feel like it just comes down to planning, organization, setting goals for yourself, mm-hmm. making sure that you're prioritizing the tasks that matter, but then also monitoring the progress. I think that's really important because that's kind of what project management is. And I know that it comes, that, that word gets used in different ways. Like there's titles for project managers. Like mm. that's what they, that's their whole job. I'm purely just talking about it from a work and a, and a home life and trying to do that with your home life as well as you do with work, I think is really important. Why do we prioritize work, but we don't prioritize project management for ourselves? Yeah. And I think if you're, if you're running your entire life, not just your professional, but your personal life under one kind of project management bracket, then it kind of makes it easier to block out tasks and make your life a little bit more efficient. I think a great way to kind of look at it is what does your morning routine look like? Or what does your evening routine look like? And how do you prioritize things like your health and your well-being? A big part of that is if you don't have some kind of schedule or something to keep you on track, how are you actually going to be able to, I guess, get stuck into the basics of project managing your life? You can't. Okay, so what would you say your morning and night routine is? Morning routine, it's just the things I like to do consistently. I like to wake up early. I like to try and and sort of smash out some work, particularly emails or any kind of project work really early in the morning. Uh, It's not because I, I am wanting to beat everyone at their own game I just focus much better in the morning time especially when it comes to project work because it's sort of like the world is switched off entirely so that's when I can do my best work so my routine I if I'm getting up early it's smashing out a couple of emails working on any big chunky projects that I have coming up any writing based work I like to do in the morning time because I feel like that's when I'm actually uh awake enough to do it and then it's like it's pretty pretty boring it's like coffee phone calls and commuting to work yeah, and getting your phone calls done in that commute to work, I think, is a absolute project management life hack, especially to your parents. I think it's a good way to kind of yeah. keep in the know with your parents and make sure you know you're, you're spending time for family. That is time that you are just driving mindlessly anyway. You may as well invest that into family and kind yeah. of tick that off your project management life board. Absolutely, and I find like that morning time when I am driving or I'm commuting to work, it is like my focus time. Like I, some people. Some people, and I disagree with this, but some people find it rude to to call in the car because it's like, oh, it's just convenient for you and that's the only reason why you're calling. I like to see it as it's my two times I have guaranteed in my day where I'm alone enough to be able to be present. Mm. I'm not on my phone, I'm not scrolling, I'm not got the TV, I'm not cooking dinner, I'm not doing anything else, I'm not, you know, husband isn't coming up to me like, how was your day, whatever. Yeah. It's just a, a time to be really present and dialed in on whoever I'm speaking to. And if I'm not on the phone, it's also using this time to upskill myself. So whether it's listening to podcasts like this one or listening to audiobooks, I like it to have a, as a bit of me time for like how do I make sure I'm building out my personal relationships? How do I make sure if I'm not talking to people that I love and care about, what am I doing to kind of develop myself? Hmm, I like it. I think it's really good. I am so opposite. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I like to get all my exercise done at the start of the day because I'm like, if I do not move in that first hour, I ain't moving for the whole day. That whole day is me sitting like a crab at my desk, which isn't good. I'm not saying that this is good. This is just what I do. This is just honesty, but I am sitting like, so I try to get my exercise out in the, at the start of the day. Then what do I do? I 
Yeah, sometimes. No, I just jump in the car. And to be honest, in the car, I don't call anybody. And I should. I've got to, I'm actually really bad with calling people. I'm a texter. I'm not a caller. And, like, I'm just renowned for not being a caller. And that's a bad I, – I wish I could. I aspire to be a caller. Um, that is my goal. I am a morning – I get what you're saying with a morning person. I'm, I'm probably better in the morning. Um, but I'm also, like – there's just different ways and I think that really speaks to how to project plan your life I think it is based on those times that suit you best like some people are um, morning people some people work better at night I I in particular don't work well in big periods of time like I've never really been that good at working like a nine to five and and remaining consistent in my output from nine to five if I've got to be completely honest my output can be condensed into a few hours and that's like my hyper focus and I'm really um I can really focus on that time whereas the other time I'm probably not as focused and that's just how I work some people work differently I'm, I'm less of a consistent worker more of a hyper focused worker yeah but I think what we're talking about when we bring you back to project management it's understanding the way that you work to be able to plan for it accordingly because obviously you know the, the starting point when you're looking at it from project managing your life both on a personal and professional level is understanding what your goals are and how you want to be able to go about achieving them so part of that is you understand that and then the next part is okay you're figuring out your time slots to be able to kind of figure out okay you've got 24 hours in a day seven days a week how are you going to slot in each of your goals and each of your tasks to be able to get to those goals to be able to achieve what you need to achieve and that's essentially it and to suit your learning style and to suit the the way that you work best I couldn't agree with that more to to put it back into the example I gave because I am that hyper-focused person I will you know book in that hour where I know it's going to be like my hour of power I have to turn off all notifications because I get distracted by like the smallest sound like I can't even hear a bird without being like oh what's that like I need absolute nothing so I will just block out hours for things that I need achieved and also break them up with a break like I will literally break them up with like a 15 minute break where I'm like okay scroll on TikTok time <laughs> or like uh you know call a mate time or something like that throughout the day I will split it up yeah and I think that's that's really true the other part of it would be around okay so you know that you've set out and planned your day the other part of it is aside from your planning and your organization is how you track your progress and I think one thing that I've been able to really learn from you is how if I've got a goal in my life whether it be a personal goal or a professional goal how I can go about setting my own personal KPIs to be able to track the performance of how I'm getting towards that end goal for myself so a big thing is and we, we do have the downloadables that you can have a look at either in our show notes or on our website send us an email but it's, it's essentially that that goal tracker that KPI tracker it's like it's the couple's annual plan which yes I know that there are a few people that have filtered out and they've given me feedback on it there it's actually surprising that their partners loved it they were like um the feedback that I got from these couples annual plan was like wow I was so nervous to bring this up to my partner and then when I came to like I brought it out I printed it out all ready to go they were actually really pumped because it's a communication point for your partner yeah. and you and how to build together mm-hmm. I think sometimes as close as you are to your partner regardless of how long you guys have been together communicating about your future can be sometimes an awkward topic because you don't know if you're going in the right direction some people just would rather not talk about it than actually like get into the nitty-gritty but having it so clinical in the way that you'd call set a workplace and be able to put it into your couple life I think is really cool because it may it turns something that is quite awkward into something really fun you guys are almost you know creating a startup together of a cup of of your future you know it's like okay we're gonna do this all right how are we gonna grow together you've got your career I've got my career what can we do together to grow 
each other's lives and fulfill each other's lives together. So yeah, if if you guys are listening and you want to um to have a copy of that strategy, uh, couples annual strategy, send it through, send us through a DM. Um, we'll have them all linked on our website shortly. We're going to have a little downloadable section on our website. I'm so excited. Um, but that is future us. So if yeah. if you if you need it if you need it asap send us a dm and we'll send it through to you yeah and also if you have any suggestions for downloadables you like to see whether it's about project management or otherwise just hit us up we are always open to suggestions but back to what we're talking about so we're tracking the progress we we're making sure we're applying this to both our personal life and our professional life then it's about how we start to build out the plan. How do we start to figure out, okay, we've got the goals that we want to track. We've got the tasks that we need to prioritize. How do we then create a project plan for our life to be able to kind of better understand the objectives and breaking them down to more achievable tasks and then from there be able to set those deadlines so you can make sure you're actually hitting your goals? So I'm in this position now, like I'm trying to do this right now and because I've gone from full-time work whereby my day plan was kind of set for me by you know life and and what it is to have a full-time job now I'm in a position whereby I need to make hold myself accountable to myself so I need to make sure that my goals and my priorities and my tasks are very very clear not just for myself but if later on I need to you know get people on board I need to have that space that people can go to that can quickly come in and out um, see where I'm at see where my everything's kind of sitting deadlines and everything um, which is why I'm looking at all these different tasks I'm trying to look at I'm sorry project management boards the reason I'm trying to look at them is because I want to find the perfect one Um, Asana has been such a good tool for us up until now Uh, we use Asana for a lot of project management we also use Excel sheets for anything top level um, that it requires a whip or a meeting Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to looking at this new one and ho- hopefully being able to give you guys value on this new uh, notion because with that, as I said before, you can download templates. So I've started downloading uh, coaching templates, which is really cool. So it's somewhere I can access and put in all of my client details. It, it links to invoicing. It links to, it links to everything. It's just a lot <laughs> right now. But as I slowly work through it, I think something like that and, and being able to have that organization at such an infancy stage of a business, I think is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. I think it's no matter what tool you're using, whether it's a Notion or an Asana or a Trello, even as something as simple as an Excel spreadsheet, I think the big thing around it is consistency and making sure you use it because there are a lot of fancy, awesome tools out there, but it's about making sure that it's something that works for you. And if you like it to be sort of really simple, even if it was a work, Word document. Hmm. Honestly, it does not matter as long as you are using it and you are continuously keeping track of where you're at with your process. That's that's the whole purpose of it. It's just a lot of other ones are great for connecting with other team members. But I would highly recommend just figuring out the way that you like to work and the style that works best for you. And then going for it, the, the, if you literally type in project management tools, on Google, about a thousand different ones will come up. So there'll be plenty of options out there. We just know the ones that we love and Asana and Notion are some of our favorites. Absolutely. So that's the first tip. The first tip is secure yourself the perfect for you. Not there is no not there's not one size fits all project management tool. But I think it's the most important to just commit to one and continue to use that. And I think there's a lot of automations that you can do you can automate things from gmail you can automate things from slack so just choosing the right one for you at the beginning i think is really really important then the next thing would be what we've spoken about a few times as part of 
our project management is managing time and priorities. And I think one of the most important things is that time blocking technique. You need to know when to say no. Um, and as hard as it is, like I, I feel I am the type of person who I can't have any notifications on my phone. Like I'm that crazy person that has to go to bed and I, I need to make sure that there is not one notification. I don't know why. And I feel like I need to reply to people straight away. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's not a great thing, but it's just what I do. Um, so I found it really tough when I was time blocking to be what I felt, which I know it's not, but what I felt was rude. I felt like I was being rude by not replying to people straight away. But people understand. Have you ever been like, oh, Joanne didn't reply to me in an hour. Oh, Joanne. She's gone. Like yeah. no one really cares that much. And I think you, I, I had to kind of learn to say no to people during that time because as soon as I'd come out from one of my time blockers and be like, hey, sorry, I was just, you know, I was just in my little hole of bloody productivity. I couldn't talk to anyone. I'm so sorry, rah, rah. As soon as I said that, they're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think like it wasn't like that yeah, big of a deal. Not, it's a non-issue. But I think that's where managing time and priorities, I think a big part of it is expectation setting. You mm. know, when you're letting your team know or when you're letting your, I guess, your colleagues know like where you're at or what you're doing or even just to let your family or friends, like this is the time that you're doing this. It's all about setting up a commitment to yourself to say each week or each time I sit down and block out this time to even if it's replying to emails or working on your projects or working on yourself, your fitness, your health, whatever, it's about knowing that it's okay to be able to have some boundaries there because you're going to be more productive in the long run. I don't care who you are or how well you think you multitask. You just, you're never going to be as effective as when you are dialed in and focused on that one thing it's Absolutely. great to be able to, to multitask if you have to if you haven't got another choice but where you can and where, where something is a priority like focus on that one thing and you've probably really experienced this a lot more recently as well Tash with your coaching calls and your clients because you have to be so focused at that one time but I'm sure it becomes even more juicier because you are spending all your brain power on just that one thing Absolutely. And like setting boundaries has never been a strength of mine ever. But now that I've moved from product to service-based business, boundaries are the most important thing that you can set with people. Um, and I've realized there's ways that you can communicate that without being rude. You can still be lovely. You can still be helpful. You can still be a good person and a good coach and a good person to work for and with. Um, by setting boundaries and it's, that's something I've learned it's it's not it's not an easy thing to learn I'm learning oh my goodness there's still going to be things that I'm going to come across where I'm like wow okay I need to I need to I need to learn how to block that out but I think it's really important to use utilize your calendar for that and utilize because um, your calendar will tell other people when you're busy as well especially in the workplace I will say it's also important to do it for family time as well and date nights I think you know I we're we're talking about work, but I also really want to talk about how to project manage your life as well. And I think one of the important things here is to learn to block out time for, you know, your partner, your family. If you feel like you haven't seen your parents in a while, give them a call and just be like, hey, do you have time this Saturday for this? And then you block it out in your calendar. And I know it feels very uh, robotic in the way I'm saying it, but I think it's also strategic for your life. Otherwise, you end up on a Sunday and it gets to five o'clock and you're like, whoa, I haven't seen anyone, I haven't done anything. Like at least if you've got that prompt on your calendar in your hand, I think it's a way for you to kind of get that done. Yeah. I also like the idea of sort of to kind of dovetail off what you're saying there a little bit more. If you're looking at your, if, at your week on a Sunday night or a Monday morning, for example, I, I actually think you, you should be looking at 
scheduling in that friend time or family time throughout the week because if you get to a Friday night, and it's funny we spoke about this with a, a colleague of ours a little while ago about enjoying a percentage of your life outside of the weekends mm. and you need to actually factor that in because you know a lot of people have plans or expectations that they're going to get into their routines on a weeknight and I think that there is a level of project management and planning that comes with being able to see people outside of just a Saturday and Sunday because I don't know about you but you know I am well over 30 now and I well over you well like over well over age now months. but yeah. like when when I get to the end of my weekend if I do more than like three or four things of a weekend I am wrecked like yeah. I am I need to be able to space out but I also I also have a desire to be able to see my friends and my family more than once a month so part of that means okay shit you got to work out what your weeknights look like and I always feel so much more fulfilled from doing that so a big part of it is I look through my week I often speak to my friends family and my partner as well to be like okay what's your schedule looking like what are the non-negotiables for my week what do I need to make sure I get factored in and then I try and find the time slots that work for other people who are important to me to be able to make sure I've gotten a chance to really capture that time with them throughout my weeks as well. Absolutely. And I think it's helpful for both of you. Like, I think we've all been, we've all seen those memes where it's like, you know, five girls in a group chat all trying to catch up and like, you're like, okay, I'll see you in six months time. Like that's just, it's just scheduling. It's just scheduling in in advance that you make the time for everyone. I agree. And look, the final one would be overcoming obstacles and staying motivated. Mm -hmm. That is one of the biggest tips when it comes to how to project manage your life. The reason for this is regardless of what type of project management it is, whether it's work or whether it is your life, you are going to come up with obstacles. There's going to be things that get in the way from you achieving what you want to achieve in that day, um, in the week, whatever it is. The most important thing is how to overcome them. So that includes, you know, your procrastination, lack of motivation, unexpected things that pop up. Things pop up all the time. I know, I know I talk a big game about, you know, blocking out time, but I don't know if I get a call from like my auntie who I haven't spoken to in ages, I'll drop everything for that, you know, and you've got to be, there is a, there is part of it that is that flexibility. However, I think the most important thing is having that accountability piece. So whether that is, you know, an accountability partner that we've spoken about in the past, having that person who can be like, you know, it could be your mum, it could be your partner, it could be, it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, somebody to a work capacity. It can just be like, hey, this is what I said. It could even be a piece of paper. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but it could even be, you know, your to-do list that you write at the start of the day or at the start of the week. That's your accountability piece that you show to somebody else and you say, this is what I want done. And I need to get this done regardless of what happens this week. And you kind of use that as like your accountability partner. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. I also feel like if you're at the point where you are seeing those roadblocks, like maybe you're struggling with a task to be able to get something done. A couple of things that you can keep in mind are there is a possibility of being able to delegate things out. And I think that when we look at our lives, where we live very busy lifestyles, there is an element of us not really considering the fact that sometimes the most important commodity is our own time. So if you can delegate something out that you know is not within your zone of genius and you also have, I guess, the the capacity or the financial opportunity to do so, I would really recommend it. I know so many people, I know um, one of our really good mates, always says to me, why do you do your grocery shopping in person? Why do you not go to the store? Like, why do you not just shop? Why do you shop online instead? It's so much easier. It's so much more productive. And I always say something silly like, oh, I just love to be in the store with the vegetables or I don't know, something like that. But my point is, it's like, if you can delegate a task, if you can like 
find a life hack to make things a bit easier, a bit more, I guess, streamlined for yourself, then definitely do it. And that comes to work too. That also comes to maybe even professional support, whatever you might need. There is an opportunity, I think, in life to be able to delegate out and you should definitely do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are our key takeaways for how to project manage your life. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear any tips that you have of your own on how to project manage. I am always looking to improve um, in any form of project management life. If you guys know anything about Notion, hit me up. If you guys know anything just about automating things in your life, hit us up, please. Um, I want to hear all about it because, as I said, it's a real sore spot for me at the moment and something that I'm I'm really looking to improve. So, yeah, any tips that you guys have, please slide into our DMs. I would absolutely love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.